I forgot how to do this. Dang. Uh, all right, so welcome back to my podcast, The Imperfect Podcast. If you haven't been here before, my name is Nate, and I'm here with a special guest, someone I've been to school, I went to school with in elementary school. We both come together, our paths across again, through the faith of God. My good friend Zoe here is going to be our special guest here. Zoe, go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us about your podcast. Hey, uh, before I introduce myself, I'd just like to say uh, thank you and Nate for allowing me to be on here. Of course, giving uh, all praises to the Most High. Um, it's crazy. I've mentioned this before with my pastor, how God works in mysterious ways. Like, I, I knew you in elementary school. And never did a million years, I think we would reconnect in, like, such a way. So, like, I'm just so appreciative to, of course, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. With that being said, um, my name's Zoe Shepard. Um, I'm 20. Of course, I'm a Christian. Um, yeah, I have a podcast called Black Girl Meets Pop Culture. It's been about a year that I've been having this podcast. Right now, I'm on a bit of a break, but I will be back in January with some with some good content. But yeah, I'm a I'm a student. I'm a um, yeah I'm a student. I'm a podcaster. I'm also a musician. Got some music coming prayerfully in the next in the in the coming year. So yeah, that's a little bit about me. Can you just give us like one topic or one give us like a summary of maybe one episode that you've had in the past? Oh, that's a good question. Okay, or like you know, a good proposition. Basically, the whole thing, the the, the theme of my podcast is talking about black. Uh, excuse me, about uh, pop culture. So it's mainly right now. I'm a, I'm a huge comic book fan. I mean, y'all can't see it, but right next to me, I have comic books. Like I have like stacks of comic books. So I mostly recently been talking about comic books, but at the moment, I've been talking about. One of my favorite shows from my childhood, Avatar The Last Airbender, and Superman and Lois. So, yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get into our topic today. Zoe and I have, well, me, uh, like like I mentioned, we went to school together in elementary school at Woodstream Christian Academy. My entire life up until college has been private Christian schools. Me and Zoe, like I said, went to a Christian elementary school. I went to, like I said, Washington Christian Academy from preschool to third grade, I think. And then yeah, it was I went third to, grade. Yeah, cause, yeah, I went to. And I, went to I remember. Yeah. I remember because my dad, what happened right before uh, is that in fourth grade, the boys and girls were separate. So my dad has the picture, because he taught the boys in fourth grade, so my dad has a picture of his fourth grade class when I was in fourth grade, so I know specifically that's where you stopped, because I was asking him, I'm like, you know Nate? He's like, no, and I'm like, dang. Wait, they, we were separated? Yeah, so so and it was, because I, I started in second grade, so obviously boys and girls up until third grade and then fourth grade, girls had their own class boys had their own class now we would merge of course but it was uh separated then i don't remember that no yeah because it was before you that's what i'm saying it was before you like 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 you had left and then in fourth grade oh that's what did. happened after yeah, yeah. oh that's stupid that's why that's why i said oh. i know that you weren't in fourth grade because my dad taught the boys and so he has he still has the picture that's pretty stupid uh, <laughs> 
remember like when I was in middle school, middle school, well, fifth grade to eighth grade, I went to Reed Temple Christian Academy. And the only time boys and girls were separated was like this one time where we had like a week of chapel where it was like, I don't know how to describe it. Like, I guess like, cause we had two, two people doing chapels for us uh, for, well, let me back up. So which stream we had chapel what, every Wednesday or Monday? Mm-hmm. Every Wednesday. Am I mistaken or on Wednesdays or chapel days, we had to dress differently? Or my Cause I know No, it was I feel like Fridays was when we wore khakis. Cause remember the girls had to wear like skirts and stuff, which yeah. like I feel like a lot of my friends from middle school and high school would be like, Zoe, you wore skirts? Yes. Habitually. <laughs> do we do we have to wear different clothes if we had PE that day? Um, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. I think we had to wear it the whole day. I can't remember exactly, but I, be, I feel like we had to wear it the whole day. Yeah, because I could have sworn we like wore something different on chapel days. So I'm, that was on Wednesday at, Re- at Woods Dream. At Reed Temple, we had chapel every day. Uh, so fourth grade, I think fourth grade and below, they all had a separate room where they did chapel and sort of like a Sunday school type of manner like it was very more catered to younger ages and fifth grade and above we all had like sort of like a bible study slash Sunday service type of chapel and like I said it was every day in the morning I think at 8 a.m 9 a.m or something like that and there was just like one week of the year just one year where I guess like they were trying to give us like this grown-up talk like talking about puberty, sex, stuff like that, and the guys and girls were separated. The only other way we were separated was if we took Spanish or Mandarin. That's how they separated each class every temple. But what else? So after Re Temple, after my middle school, I went to Annapolis Air Christian School. Uh, totally different experience from those two other schools. Uh, Christian School. I'll talk about more about what they did a little bit later on. But Zoe, where was where was your where did your wood stream path end, and where did you go after that? So, I mean, for me, it starts before me, and I know this might sound crazy, but my parents met at the church side of wood stream. So, wood stream is a school and is also a church. So, my parents met at the church side. Um, they got married. They had me, and I should preface to say that my family is rooted in that school as well as that church. So, um, yeah, I went to the church side up until I was 12. And my dad, he was a teacher uh, for about 20 years. He just recently uh, retired from that and is helping more with uh, people with special needs. But um, my dad, he was a teacher. And when I was younger, he would walk to work because he worked. We lived in Virginia, so he, would, he, uh, he worked at one of the schools, the elementary schools nearby. And so I remember, I was about what, seven, probably. My dad was like, oh, I got a job at, at the church, but as a teacher, so for, on the school side. So I went, and um, it's kind of crazy because, you know, we lived in, we still live in Virginia, where I live in Virginia, my dad lives in Maryland. Um, so yeah, it was, we drove, I mean, obviously I couldn't drive, but you, you get the sentiment. We rode together every day every every afternoon and there sometimes there were or, or evening honestly and there were some times where we would run late 
because my dad, not only being the history and Bible teacher, but was also the flag football coach. I don't know if you remember that, but he was also the flag football coach. And so, um, yeah, we spent a lot of time together. And from second grade on to sixth grade, that is how long I spent at the stream, as we like to call it, <laughs> amongst my friend group. And then eventually um, I went to public school in Virginia, and that's a that's a different story. But you asked for about my wood stream journey. But my dad still worked there up until I want to say like I was in eighth grade, maybe seventh grade. But yeah, that's that's my journey at wood stream. You know, since you bought the flag football team, I remember when I was at Reed Temple, like our schools will play each other in sports, and I always like looked at the schedule to like see <laughs> when do we play wood stream, when do we play. I mean, because I played basketball, started playing basketball, I think in fifth grade. And I remember Woodstream was like our last game of the season. And I remember I walked into our little, because we played in like this little church down the street from our school. I remember I walked in, I saw, oh, I don't remember his name. Uh, I don't remember. I remember he was light skinned, he was bald, he had a white beard, he had glasses. Uh, oh, wow. I remember, I don't remember who was on the team. Dom was on the team, I remember that. Dom was on Shout the team. Dom. Uh, I don't remember anybody else. Uh, football, I remember Miles was on the team. I remember. I don't know if you remember him. Uh, I, remember I think Miles. He's like he's licensed. That's the best. Oh yeah, 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 I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. But I remember basketball. We lost. I was low key upset because I was like being a little kid and like, oh yeah, this is my revenge game. I didn't get to go to play with them. We lost the basketball game. I remember football. We won like fifty-one and zero. <laughs> and I don't think I scored that game, but it was just it was just playing to me. But because uh, I re- I remember the last time I don't know if you remember this the last time I saw you in person, we were at your school, and you came up to us and I, I want to preface this and say this uh, publicly is that um, and you talked about this on your on your uh, your YouTube channel Life of Nate go check it out all right that's my boy anyway but um. You know, when I went to Woodstream and when you were there, people weren't kind to you, and about your appearance especially. And there were times I would join in, and there were times I wouldn't say anything. And so, I know I know I talked to you personally about this, but I just want to say it publicly that that was unacceptable, and that I'm really sorry for it. And um, I remember seeing you when we, oh, I think this is in sixth grade. I remember seeing you, I'm like, bro, Nate's changed, you know? Um, but you know, people were still making fun of me. But at that point, I had a, I had like a 180. I was like, that's not cool. But yeah, that's the last time I saw you in person. Obviously, I've seen you since, but um, that's the last time I saw you in person. I want to say it was sixth grade. But I remember because like at that school, they had like a, I don't know if it was the school, but I know the basketball court was ca- carpet. Yes. And we're all like, what? What's up with the? What's up with the carpet? That wasn't. Uh, that court? wasn't. Yeah, that wasn't our school. That was. That was yeah. just some church. Yeah, I remember that. Well, yeah. Yeah, and also, it didn't it didn't really make a difference to me. I know my parents cared about it a little bit, but Woodstream and Reed Temple were schools that were built inside of a church. Like it was made like you got the sanctuary, and then you got the classrooms. But I mean, when I look at it, it low key to me looks like Woodstream was a school that had a church inside of it because almost all of Woodstream was like. <laughs> classrooms like I don't think about it like it's you separated walk in, you walk in you go to the left you go to pre-k 
classrooms, middle obviously you got the sanctuary, go down the stairs. Oh, I need to go to Woodstream. I'm getting nostalgia. <laughs> no, so I can remember walking through. <laughs> it's separate. Like so for those of you who don't know, it's like the church side is like the main level and the school side is the like the basement. Now it, it, yeah. I wouldn't say it looks like a basement. But for those of you who are just imagining, this is why I would agree with you in saying, like, you could see, or I, I, I can see what you mean by saying, like, you wouldn't know, like, first of all, you wouldn't know if you went to the church that it was a school. And if you went to into the school, you wouldn't really know it was the church unless you went upstairs. Yeah. Like, when I went to Reed Temple, the whole first floor was church. Like, you walk in, you got the sanctuary. The hallway to the left is, like, open rooms for anything. The hallway to the right open rooms or anything in the backstage area and then you go up the stairs and then it's a whole school area you got the office the classrooms the band room that's all all the school was upstairs but going when i went to high school my school was kind of like a mini college campus it was like it was three buildings but like that the area was so much bigger it wasn't in a church I think they had church services there in our little auditorium, but it was a school. You got football fields, soccer fields, a new baseball field that just came out, a building with like all the athletic stuff like a gym, basketball court, locker room, stuff like that. So I don't, my parents kind of like made it a big deal, but I didn't really care too much. But I'd say it was a good experience being able to switch from a church school to a school school where I got to like experience kind of like a college experience like walking between buildings getting to your class and stuff did that do you care did you care about that at all like switching to your public school so yeah i kind of had the same feel like um so if with the school we went to it was very small uh especially in comparison to when i went to uh, middle school and high school and so like i can't tell you how many kids were like at the school but let's just say 400 roughly like at Woodstream and so because of that we were all very like tight-knit we were tight-knit group like we could tell I remember I think it was like in fifth or sixth grade um one of our friends was like um naming off everybody's name like their first middle and last name so this is how close we were so um and even when some of us like dipped out we would still go to each other's birthday parties. Like, I remember when I left, I forgot whose birthday party it was, but in eighth grade, they, they're still kicking with me. So, like, changing from that to public school where it's like, everybody's not gonna be your friend. It's not expected. It's not guaranteed. Um, it was an adjustment, and especially with us, you know, with Woodstream is predominantly black, and it's not that I hadn't been to a school where there were diversity, but it was i went from a school that's predominantly black where i'm a majority to now i'm a minority in in public school so it was an adjustment but yeah definitely like um i would say i mean my high school honestly is it was it was big compared to woodstream but it's small compared to like the the amount of people that it had like it was like i remember like my freshman year they're like yeah it's like 30 something maybe i'm wrong but it was like some uh, wild percentage of over capacity so you know people had to go to different schools eventually later on but um yeah it was yeah we had three buildings um yeah we had three buildings yeah different um different um 
fields. Yeah, football field, soccer field. I know um, I actually graduated on our football field, which was a, a rarity because of COVID at the time. Um, you know, we had like two basketball uh, gyms. One was a bit smaller. One was like the practice gym. And yeah, we had the a weight room and all that stuff. So yeah, for me, it was like, it was a big change, but I actually kind of like enjoyed it because and this is no dig on the schools that we went to. I, I think it's more probably with it being a private Christian school. There is a lot more freedom at the school I went to, or at the in the in the schools I went to, and the public schools I went to. There's a lot more freedom, um, which I think that was very beneficial to me, and um, you know, just learning more about myself, understanding myself. Yeah, I will say, wish dream and read simple predominantly black then i go to annapolis area and boom white people everywhere <laughs> right it, it was it was kind of my first time experience experiencing being a minority like being a middle school like i was aware of racism stuff like that so i, I knew i was in a world where i was hated as a black man but being in like a concentrated area uh, I don't know if concentrated is the right word. <laughs> I think I, uh, I get the sentiment. Yeah, being in like a dedicated place where I belong for four years uh, and like seeing that I'm a minority and the only diversity is really white and black and a few uh, overseas people that came from, I think, China. That was, mm-hmm. I mean, it didn't really affect my learning experience, stuff like that, but that was just an eye opener to the real world. And fast forward to college, I'm at this big campus with like 40,000 plus people. I'm still learning about different races, different cultures. Not that I didn't know who they were, it was like more about the what, why, how, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, this is where I got my first taste of a vast majority of diversity. And I'm mm-hmm. glad that I did experience diversity in. Uh, at Annapolis area, but it was, it was a real eye opener. But yeah, f- for me, just to piggyback off of that, um, like I, I definitely feel you being like the minority, and like I feel like, and I sometimes I try to think back. I'm like I don't even know how I knew half the stuff that I knew at that time, but like a big eye opener for me was reading to kill uh, to kill a mockingbird which is one of my favorite books my dad oh, yeah. and, and it, was, it was like the first book i liked at school and so i think you can only imagine you know we're reading through the book and we see the n-word and me being like one of the only black people yeah. <laughs> you know so you know it was it was interesting time yeah i read to kill a mockingbird in middle school so i've I'm pretty sure, like, in high school, that's the very first book everybody, like, says to read. And I feel like it's because of the diversity. I feel like, well, the one little bit of diversity of the one black guy that's on trial. But mm-hmm. I do remember, like, reading it and seeing it. I mean, I had read the book already. But I just remember looking around in a class full of majority of white people. I was looking for visible, audible reactions. And my teacher was black. But I was just looking. Mm-hmm. Would your teacher like, say the word? Because my teacher, I mean, she was she was white, so she would change it 
from the n-word to like man but we listened to an audiobook audiobook one time and they said the they said the word and i i don't remember people's reaction but yeah i don't think she said it but i remember i took in my senior year i took african-american history and my football coach uh was a guest in the class and he's black and he said the word but everybody in the class was black so except for the teacher the teacher was white but it didn't really shake anybody that we heard that word and it was like in the light of the uh black lives matter stuff there was some racial stuff going on uh at my school i'd say and also in high school it's probably the first time I experienced like racism like a big body of people like it was a big thing my school did and i don't even want to talk actually i do want to talk about it uh what happened so there's this snapchat there on snapchat these white kids had this group chat and they were just saying a whole bunch of racist stuff making these racist tiktoks and there was a black girl in there but either way it got leaked and school found out about it uh they didn't care i mean the administration was a man white but it didn't seem like they cared too much until like people started calling them out for it and then i remember there's this one they had this assembly one time just random spontaneously and you get three of people in the administration, the principal, and the two other guys. And the, the principal, the school, kind of like higher than the principal. Like, I don't know how to, I don't remember his position. Uh, I guess like president, I'll say that. Uh, and then some other dean. So those three guys get on stage, they're like, we're aware of the fact that our students were harmed uh, by these racial, uh, comments these racial actions we're gonna discipline these people blah 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 we're doing an investigation but then two of them start crying and <laughs> I'm, I'm watching sorry. i'm watching two grown men cry and not to bash a man for crying but like it was known that they weren't doing so much then they get on stage to try and like convince us i'm not gonna say convince us because maybe they didn't mean it but getting on stage in front of us and crying about it doesn't tell me something a change is coming it just tells me you're trying to you're win, a, win us over so like i remember leaving that assembly i was i texted some of my friends i was like that was stupid but yeah it was i got a good experience of the real world at my little private pwi in Indianapolis. but stop talking about history <laughs> i don't even think i mentioned the topic the topic is religion in school uh, specifically Christianity, obviously, since we're Christians here. Mm-hmm. But let's start at Witch Dream. Witch Dream, like I said, we had chapels on Wednesdays. Uh, well, let me stop. Chapel, I'll save that for later. That's a whole different topic. But Witch Dream, I do remember my earliest memory of actually learning about Christianity, Jesus, I think was... Hey, four. I think I can name my. T- we can do this later, but I think I can name every teacher I had there. It's crazy, but I think it was. There were two Miss House. There was Miss M Howe and Miss H Howe. Yeah, and was, one of them, one of them had a son that was in our grade. Yeah, Cameron. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember Cameron. I think, I think Shout was, out to you if you're watching it. I think that was M Howe. Uh, but either way, it was a Miss Howe. She played some gospel songs for us, I think, and I liked it. I don't remember which one it was, but I liked it, and she explained to us what it was. 
and she also played this movie and had us read this book but I can specifically remember this guy that was just dressed up like a king and he was playing like the role of the devil in the book and from what I remember from that point on to like my mind matured every time I thought of the devil I thought of that guy and I low-key started like paying attention more and more in chapel even though I don't remember anything except the armor of God like we talked about in Bible study but I remember they always played the song I got the victory all the time and I remember that was like the only Christian related song as a kid that I remember and I'm not even gonna talk about the Christmas things later we could talk about the Christmas thing later. But uh, I think I remember first grade with Miss Osborne. That's when we started getting Bible verses. Uh, we had memory verses, I think. I remember we had these little cards and they had us put them on these little like rings and you had to memorize all those Bible verses and they had I pictures remember. that went with them. Yep, I remember yeah. those. And that was like my earliest memory of like learning about the Bible. And given the fact that we were little kids, I don't expect, like, schools to vividly and, like, teach Christianity to little kids. But I will say, like, Witch Dream did cater to their audience of who they had. Even as time, even as we got older, like, they would continue teaching about it and stuff. But I really like what Witch Dream did with teaching us how they did it. Uh, the one thing I don't like is the Christmas plays. I always just say that. Like, I mean, you know, let's go ahead and talk about it now. I just absolutely like looking back at it. I remember as a kid, I hated it. I hated getting on that stage and singing those songs, whatever oh we had to do. Goodness. I can't remember Minister Bailey yelling at us every time we messed that's up a pastor, song. That's my pastor, bro. That's oh my, my pastor. Minister Bailey's your that's, pastor. That's why I'm laughing. I told you this before. That's no. why I'm laughing. Oh, no, no. <laughs> No, he no. won't be offended. He won't be offended. He can take a joke. Trust me, he can take a joke. No. He won't be offended, I promise. I'm not going to filter either way. I just, it's just funny to know. I'm not filtering what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, really, oh, I, can rem- I can remember every time he yelled at us. Even when, because I remember we had that little uh, the room where he played the piano, his little office. And then they would take us, yeah, then they would take us to the sanctuary where we practice as a school. I hated those days. And like our parents dressing us up to go to the, uh, go uh, perform. I will say he got me Joy to the World. Yeah. If it wasn't for him, I I wouldn't know Joy to the World. Uh, I think, I remember there was this one play where. They changed it up a little bit, and they gave us these CDs to take home, listen to it. Remember the songs like Sing Noel, Sing Noel. Yes, so that like, was second I, grade. I actually, I liked that one. That was really good. I really I really enjoyed that one. But, like, just the that's fact. What, actually, that's when I had my first solo at Witchery. That was uh, I remember a bunch of solos. I think there was a piano solo. There were a bunch of people singing solos, but... That was the one that that was one that I actually enjoyed. But it's just a thought of forcing your kids to dress up, put them on that stage, have the bright light shine on you for a few hours at night, and then singing. That really, yeah, I didn't like that part of 
Christmas. I, I dreaded that. Even going to middle school, I'll talk about middle school, the middle school Christmas place later, but I dreaded that. But yeah, <laughs> I really, I really like, really like what Woodstream did. Given the fact that I was a kid and looking back at what there was, I really liked it. What are your, what are your thoughts on Woodstream? No, I definitely, so, um, yeah, because I also, I have a different experience in that, from you, in that I went to other private Christian schools before. Um, I don't have as, as many memories of those as, as, I mean, I remember being a bad kid. Like, I remember one time my teacher was like, you know, like back in the day, would it like, oh, you end up in the red zone if you do this, you know, you don't want to, you're in the green, you don't want to end up in the red. So I remember one time, like, I was talking, and, like, my teacher just kept flipping the cards until I saw close to red, <laughs> you know? But um, actually, one of my friends who went to the, the, the previous school I went to before Woodstream, you know, we stayed in touch, and he actually went, he was my date to prom. So it just shows, like, how, once again, this private school, cr- private Christian school nature is just, like, kind of um, very, like, tight-knit. It's like you're... Y'all stuck, y'all stuck with each other, and if you don't like each other, it sucks to suck. Y'all gotta, get, you know, get to um, get over it, even as a child, which is interesting, because you, you expect that kind of sentiment as an adult, like, hey, I don't really like you, but you know, we gotta do what we gotta do. But yeah, and when it came to like the Bible and stuff in, in Woodstream, I remember specifically. I don't. Maybe you were in the class. I don't know if there were separate classes at this time. I know in third grade there were separate classes, but. Um, Shout out to Tudor Moss. She um, <laughs> she made like a song to like Philippians four thirteen, and because of that, like I obviously it's very it's simple verse to memorize. I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me, but like I still remember like the little jingle she made for it, and um, even at the school I went to prior, I went to that school for like summer camp and stuff. So, like, there was a lot of stuff like that where we had, like, jingles and stuff where it helped me remember. Uh, maybe not scripture verses in, in, in particular, but, like, just, just, you know, Jesus loves you. Like, there was one song I had my mom listen to. It was so funny. It was, like, Jesus is my superhero. You know, he's better than Batman, better than this, better than that. Um, speaking of the, the concerts, actually, you, did, you mentioned the Christmas concert, but I remember um, it was, like, the, the Easter concert. And you weren't here. You weren't here at this time, but yeah, I remember the Yes, but yeah, you weren't here at this time. But um, Minister Bailey, he um, same things with the CDs, and there was one that basically went through the whole, all the books of the Bible. So like, I know the books of the Bible because of that song. So sometimes it's like saying singing the alphabet when you're trying to remember what letter comes next. It's like for me, sometimes okay, I'm like Genesis, Exodus, what's next, what's next, you know, because of that. So, yeah, they definitely instill um, stuff like that with you. And, yeah, as you, as you get older, as you're, you're right, Nate. They, they kind of cater more towards you. I mean, I feel like with my dad, and you missed out when, you know, because he taught fourth grade. That's when I specifically remember, yeah, he taught fourth grade. But, like, well, actually, my dad taught um, upper school first. And then I believe when we were in fourth grade, obviously you weren't there, but when we were in fourth grade, that's when he started teaching us. So, you know, if I'm teaching upper school and him 
being uh, uh, having a master's degree in like stuff like apologetics. Yeah, he had to dim it down a bit, but we still had those deep type of conversations enough, but enough to a point where we could understand. So yeah, we we really enjoy. I know I know like the boys especially. Like, if they saw my dad now, I mean, Dom will tell you, he's like, he, we were talking um, the other day, he's like, yeah, shout out to Tudor Shepherd, he's, he really helped me, and I'm, I'm glad to hear that, that my dad helped a lot of people, some people who were, you know, my age, and it's not a disrespect, but they call him Shep, so, you know, it just, it just shows uh, the impact that it really had on us as children. Yeah, I remember Tudor Shepherd, he was one of the more outgoing people, more the, uh, more the most, I think I didn't get to have him. I don't think I even got to talk to him. But I remember he did seem real friendly. He did seem like he connected with his students, and I really do like that teachers do that. Uh, older now that I'm older in college, I see the importance of having relationships with your uh, professors.